Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Argue about it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit superbook.com. Oh, he learned his lesson. Oh, yeah. We had to establish a little rule on the show yesterday. I am a little picky with the music, admittedly, particularly at the top of the hour when real energy and, uh, you know, just that little extra oomph. Well, this is the only one that matters. Is required. It's the 11 o'clock hour. That's what I'm saying. 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock The show opens always right. That's stress, right? Noon is all in. That's right. Well, 1 o'clock as well. I guess 1 o'clock. 1 o'clock for sure. So I dropped a little rule when there was uh, music that does not fit what I'm looking for. Dove and Hoff will get fined fifty dollars <laughs> in the uh, in the WFN Kangaroo Court. Now you know I didn't even say this on the air, but I was thinking about this on the way home. What I'll do is when when they mess up, I will uh, I'll add to that. I'll match them. Oh. No, no, no. So, so hear me out. So say if they play an awful song at one o'clock, just yeah. like real slow, and I'm complaining like I always do. I'm sure people get tired of it, but I need my music, and I find them fifty bucks each. That's a hundred bucks. I'll throw in a hundred. That's two hundred. And at the end of the year, all of that money, you know where it's going to go? Where to a Tiki and Tierney bar tab? Nice. But I mean, for listeners, nice. I love that. Like we're going to have Wait a little. A minute, fi- not for us. <laughs> no. no, we'll have a good time as well. They're saying like we'll build this up on purpose. Like well, every, you know, I, know. Just, <laughs> I mean, think about it. If, it, if it's Play, like place, start playing Yanni. <laughs> like a three or a four thousand dollar bill, we'll just set something up. Maybe we'll go watch Good a Yankee idea. game or something, and we'll have a little fun. Good idea. Yep. Well, all right. Considering all the money you give us for the things we do well, it's okay. Well, <laughs> what w- w- what's on the list? What do we do well? Yeah. First of all, yeah. Seriously, Dove. Dove what's, was, what's Dove the was employee of the month. I mean, I mean, how many quarter, gonna ride that horse oh, forever? It was five months ago, dude. Yeah, Who but cares? it was a quarter. So it was a quarter ago. That's true. But I think he has a plaque for that too. No, by he didn't the way. get a plaque. He's got money. No, I got, I got a plaque. No, he got a plaque. Oh, you did. Did yeah. you bring it in? Yeah, he's like, have my name on it, but it's a plaque. It yeah. doesn't even have your name on it. No. They didn't oh, even personalize on. it. Come on, no. Spike. Gee, that's not Spike's fault. Okay. It's higher than Spike. He's in charge of it. Yeah, no, that's an Odyssey thing. That's all. But now, if I'm not mistaken, Come on, David Field. I'm yeah, there you go. Well, you know, you could go right to the top. You know him pretty well. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to go there. So let me ask you this. So. Is that in, like an all-encompassing Odyssey thing, or just like Odyssey New York FAN? Well, all-encompassing. Wow, is that right? Well, I mean, I, th- I think it's four per company. And yeah. Oh, like, I see. Do I it see. Around, around the, uh, the the country. Oh, four per company. Ah, it's not that impressive. I mean, it's tantamount, <laughs> like you know, like uh, a piece of candy. One for you, and one for you. 
I'm sure everybody's got one at this point. You'll get yours next time. <laughs> yeah. You've earned it, buddy. You've been here since 87. You're gonna get, you're gonna, you'll get a nice image with a logo right in front of your face, too, b <laughs> Oh, that was funny. That was good. The uh, one-year anniversary is all doing me dirty. He fixed it, though. All right, so I'm going to play this for you. I'm going to tell you out of the out of the shoot here. Don't love it. Uh, I don't want to make a big deal out of it where a big deal is not you know necessarily needed to be made, if you will. Uh don't love this though, and and I guess my my greater fear is that if it is a bigger issue, will this attitude to a smallish issue portend bigger problems down the road? This is Kayvon Thibodeau. This is yesterday. The media asking about you know what Jeff Saturday said, his celebration. You guys know the story. Here's here's a uh, Kayvon. Who? That's what I'm saying. Who's the gatekeeper of when to do something? So once we figure out who the gatekeeper is, then we can write the rules and then we can establish, you know, the narratives and things like that. But until, you know, you guys actually are in the sport and do it oh. and be in that moment, oh, you can't create a narrative on it, you know? Well, we're not creating a narrative on it. The guy, the other team's coach had a problem and he's the guy who played the game. The That's other team's I don't, players I don't had know a who problem he is. with it. No, I just don't know who, like, anybody who comments on it, unless I know who they are, doesn't really affect me. That's it. Okay, uh, the fact. Listen, he doesn't know who Jeff Saturday is. Who cares? Uh, that means nothing <laughs> to me. Interesting though, like when he said, "Unless you guys played, you guys didn't play." So let let me and and maybe this doesn't happen. But mm-hmm. the reason I don't love this, and the reason why I would have, you know, if I'm Dayball, maybe I put my when nobody's looking, put my arm around them. Hey, you know, it's just New York could be a little tough with the media. Because think about this. Let's say I don't know. Kayvon Thibodeau, uh, in two years against the Eagles, I'm, I'm just making something up. He sh- Jalen Hurts, blindside, strip sack, picks up the ball, and in route to the end zone, prematurely celebrates. Giants are down by six, late fourth quarter. Boy, what a very specific uh, hypothetical. <laughs> and by the way, 39 degrees out. out. You've replayed this. You <laughs> had it's the a Thursday si- night. You had the simulation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he, you know, in the... <laughs> In the premature celebration, he loses control of the football before the end zone. I hate that. I hear it. We've seen it happen. That, it's too many times. It I can't stand that either. insane. Me too. And an eagle pounces on it. Then they take three kneels, game over, Giants lose by six points, right? And he's asked after the game, hey, Kayvon, you know, what happened with the celebration? And he drops, well, listen, unless you played the game... You see where I'm going? Like, that is a ridiculous extrapolation of what could possibly happen. Yeah. That probably will never happen. I need a little more humility from a rookie. Maybe yeah. I'm old school. That's fine. I, I need mean, a little more. I'm not, I mean, I can't overly criticize him. He's just trying to answer the question when he, it's just easier to say, yeah, I, you know, I made a mistake and it's it's fine. And my teammates have my back. Jeff Saturday can have his own opinion. It is what it is. I didn't know that Nick Foles was hurt. That's all you had to say. I agree. But you complicate it by trying to answer an unanswerable question or at least trying to make yourself look right. And it, it, you know he's he's not going to be right. All you got to do is take someone else's opinion of your wrong action and apologize for it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Just don't like he makes it more of a story by responding that way. Yep, that could have been as the opposed period. to just making it a, a a period like a just a, a we're done. We're done. It's all good. Moving on. It's not yeah. important because it really is not important. And by the way, I could see like if he now on the national level, you know, I you know we're on the air, so I you know I, I don't know what they're saying on mm-hmm. first take or I don't even know if Skip and uh, Shannon are still working. <laughs> Did they kill each other yet? <laughs> Jeez, so I don't know what's being said nationally here. Nor do I really care at this point. But, but do you think they're even talking about uh, it? Who, who knows? Who cares? I can tell you this though. Here, at least locally, yeah. we defended Kayvon. Of course. So I could see if he felt 
that it was. I'll by use by his the word, way, that, the question was only about his response to Jeff to Saturday. Jeff Saturday, Saturday not exactly response. him doing the story. True. Yeah. True. But even if it was hijacked and the narrative was very unkind to him, mm-hmm. and again, regionally, I don't think it was, I can see him being a little tense or a little aggressive to kind of, you know, refute the the thoughts of some who, and if, if he feels he's being wronged, that's not happening. We had his back. <laughs> we said, Nick, you didn't know Nick was hurt. You're a rookie. Not a big deal. Yeah. You but you can him. say, I'm sorry. Just say it. It just seems a little too cute. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if down the road it could be a bigger thing because he does have that personality, which works until it doesn't. Well, as long as he's balling, I think it's fine and <laughs> nobody's going to care. I'm talking about internally. Nobody's going to care. Um, but if you're trying to make excuses for bad play and you're using that same rationale, well, you're criticizing me, but you never played. Uh, that's uh, it doesn't fly. It's just too knowledgeable of a fan base and media in this town. Yeah, I mean, again, I said before that I'm a little old school with this, and and I'll always be old school with this, and I've said this about Garrett Wilson. At least twice this year I got on the the air and also tweeted, Mm -hmm. dude, stop flapping your arms. (laughs) Showing up your quarterback, you're a rookie, albeit probably the best we've ever had. Mm -hmm. I mean, Al Toon was sick as well, but I I think Garrett Wilson's better than Keyshawn, and Keyshawn was pretty good. I think Garrett Wilson's better. He's faster. I think he's more dynamic. There's no doubt. Uh, and Keyshawn was good. But it's not about skill. It's just about uh, ascending to a point and, and, and again, it, old school admittedly, but earning your stripes well, as you make the trip up the honestly, mountain. Honestly, BT, I think, it's, I think the word you're looking for is professionalism. Right? Well, there, there's a professional way to go about playing the game. And you play it humbly because, look, it, can, it will humble you. Right? So you have to play it humbly. Um, and when you don't, and you disrespect it, and you get what's coming to you. People are like, "Good, you know, you had it coming to you." Yep. So it's just yes. When when you're when you play the game humbly, you you don't you're not put in the position to get mocked when you get humbled. That's true. And so you complicate I, your own world almost in in some way. That yeah. that's a, that's a good way to put it. Just a little you make it hard. On, I like the kid. You make I think it hard on yourself. This. You make it hard on yourself. Yep. Yep, I think he's what the Giants needed. I think he's great for New York. I think he's I got think a great, great personality. I think he's gonna. I think he's great, and he's gonna have a great career. I think so too. I think the last you know five weeks or so, he's really distinguished himself because mm-hmm. you really had a you know what? I mean, obviously Giant fans are, but you had to really watch the games because he was getting close, but he wasn't getting the numbers for a while. And then now the numbers are actually coming, yeah. and you know he was uh, a tick away for the the first part of the season when he came back and he was healthy. Now he's there. He could be a superstar. I just don't want to see him make it harder on himself than it needs to be. Not not burying the kid at all. I, I like him. Mm-hmm. Didn't love that yesterday. That's all. 877-337-6666. Uh, Greg is in Rahway. What's going on, Greg? How are you? Uh, good morning, BT. Teak, how you doing? What's up, Greg? What up, Greg? Uh, I got a few things. First, I want to say uh, Buffalo and uh, Cincinnati, wait until Sunday night and have Goodell do a coin toss. That's all you need to do. <laughs> Right. Second, <laughs> or or, or they could just say it's a tie. You know what I mean? Just uh, either way. Yeah. Okay, whatever. But uh, the other guy called in about uh, Tomlin. He just picked up where Carroll left off. You know, like 15 years earlier than yeah. that. Yeah. They've been running the same since since the early 90s when he came there. Yeah, uh, but Greg, yeah. and I'll let you finish, Greg. I think that's an oversimplification of. I don't know if Tomlin's great. It's the same system, but it's not the, the same, same players. But it's you still have to yeah. inspire and develop players. Yeah. 
And I think that's what he's been. You know really what I mean? That's what, that's what he's been best at. Yeah. is developing really good the, players. He had the base there already in place. He's just doing what Coward did. He just well, keeps adding well, pieces. Well, well, he had the mm. culture there, but you still have that's to be a diligent coach. Stinks in this league. What's that? Coaching stinks in this league. <laughs> I, I think. Well, no, I mean, I'm serious. These guys stink. Well, I think they got all their buddies coming with them. How come the rosters now? You got like thirty coaches, and the other teams thirty years ago only had like fifteen. What are they doing? Yeah, there are a lot. Of, <laughs> are a lot, lot of coaches. Oh, I, great, great. I love it. And I think they're just bringing their buddies along to get a paycheck. <laughs> These guys don't know how to coach. I mean, I've seen some terrible football over the last couple of years. I mean, I'm just going off now. Right. Yeah, I'm you. thinking about it. I like but, it. Yeah. But I, I tell you what, I'll put up the 70 Giants team against anybody in this league. I'll bet you we won up 12 and 4. <laughs> and that's a 70 Giants. Oh, yeah. The, seven, the 1970 the Giants? Only, the only, yeah, the only way I would argue. I'll put up against on. these jokers out there. The only way I would argue with you, Greg, <laughs> is the size. And I think in the 70 Giants, it. the 1970 Giants probably starting left guard was here. probably 243 pounds. Exactly. Well, I'd like see. to have Bob Bucker back. Yeah, I mean, Tuck, Tuck was great. Giants rust. Yeah, there's a good guy. Great, great call. Thanks Greg, for the call. Man. I appreciate fun. that. Love it. He must be fun over the holidays, right? That's That guy seems like a trip. All right, so, of course, it says San Francisco Giants. Hey, Mike, do you think the San Francisco Giants or the New York Giants go out to dinner? Remember that call? You remember, Dove, were you working the board when that person called in on Francesca with that? No. no. Was that a Monzo thing? Probably Monzo at that point, right? All right, so, uh, let's see. All right, take the – let's go with the – pick a position. I'm looking at the 1970 Giants roster. Left guard. Yeah, but it's – well, just give me like uh, – give me an offensive lineman. Because it, <laughs> it's, it's not quite as easy to – so Rich uh, Rich Boozin, Buzzin, I don't know, uh, number 77, <laughs> at the age of 24, he was 6'5", right tackle, 255. Mm. The guard, one of them uh, – well, yeah – Pete Case was 6'3", 245. Man, linebacker, 228. Let's see. What's the <laughs> kicker, 147? No, I have then? I have What do you got? I have the Willie Young. Yeah. Six foot, 265, left tackle. Six foot? Six, six feet? Six feet. Like six, one little line, and then zero, two little lines. <laughs> yeah. Six feet. Six feet, wow. 267. Oh, my God. <laughs> Just a left tackle. Uh-huh. Charlie Harper was a left guard. Six feet, 250. The center was Greg Larson. Yeah. He was 6'3". All right. 250. He was a monster. Yeah. He should have been out on the edge. He Let's should have been go. playing tackle. Doug Van Horn was the right guard. Uh, he was 6'3", also. Is that Keith's two, dad? Two, two, very, two very, Keith's uncle. 240. Uh, five. 245 is the right guard. Right tackle is buzzing, who you just said. Buzzing. Quarterback was Fran Tarkenton. And the running back. Fran was small. Fran was only about six feet, right? Six uh, feet, yeah. 185, something? Yeah, he was 190? six feet, 190. 190? The great Ron Johnson. I love Ron yeah, Johnson. Yeah, terrific player. Uh, he was the running back as well. Hold on. Yankee he, he was He was bigger than some of these linemen. He was 6'1". He was 6'1". Imagine, <laughs> wow, imagine having a huddle and having the running back in 2023 looking downward well, I mean, at an offensive lineman. Derrick Henry does. Brandon Jacobs did. That's true. Right, whatever. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, we news. have Yankee news. Is this You do. And I believe that modest... I think it's decent. Decent. I wouldn't say crazy. Is it player or is it co- or is it like front office stuff? Front office stuff again. All right. So it's not Brian Reynolds. All right. Uh, front office stuff. Did they bring the guy from the Astros who got bounced? No. All right. But a former 
New Yorker, I guess. Well, you're always you're not you're not former New York. Like Chris Mullen lives out west. He's a New Yorker. He's from here. Hey, in a, a New York organization. Okay, okay. Uh, it wouldn't be. Uh, wouldn't be. I'm thinking. Uh, wouldn't be Omar Benaya, would it? I there got go. it. Omar. <laughs> Uh, I like as an Omar. advisor to the baseball ops department. I'll tell you what. Uh, let, let, can we give Hal just a speck of credit here for a moment? Now, I, I don't know exactly. And I've, I've always liked Omar. I think mm-hmm. He's a great baseball man. He's a very he's a great person. Omar is one of the nicest people on the planet. But let's at least acknowledge that while Cashman got a four-year extension, much to the chagrin of pretty much all of us, yeah. the Yankees, he is now at least being surrounded, I'm sure, forcibly, insulated by some external voices that kind of see the game a little differently. Brian Sabian, 30 years out west, all right? Three championships. You're not as analytically driven. More the eye test. Yeah, come on in. Oh, Omar, you know, you drafted and developed many very, very good players, and you see things. Come on in. All right. I'll give him credit. When did he he leave the Mets? Oh, God. Well, he came back, didn't he? Yeah. He left, then he came back. The worst thing. Yeah, returned to the Mets in at 05. He came back in 05? Yeah, and then he was fired by the Mets in 10. I'm just looking at well, this. Well, remember when he, the worst thing, I think, outside of the Seaver trade, I I think, and this Third is Third thing at the Mets was 2017. So he was with the yeah, Mets. Yeah, he did come back more recently. Came, got fired by the Mets, came back to the Mets, got as fired a, by the Mets As again, a scout? And as an assistant to the, uh, let's see. It doesn't say okay. what, his, what his title was, but he did come back in 2017 yep. as a special assistant then to they the general manager. Yes, and then, they, right. and then they bounced him when Steve Cohen. Do you remember, Hoff, I know you know this because you're a big Mets guy, when when the when the Mets fired Willie Randolph at like 2 o'clock in the morning in California? Yeah, the, yeah West Coast. Was so I think stupid. Omar is the one who obviously had to deliver the news, knocked on his door like 2.12 in the morning. Mm. They, that, they, they made him fly across the country. They fired him. Wow. At least wait to get home. No, 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 just don't let him get on the plane. Oh, you too. already were home. That's the whole point. God, I remember talking about that on SNY. Uh, I was just, I was begging the Mets on the wheelhouse. That was a dumb Did move. you ever watch the wheelhouse when you were young? I had it on once in a while. I mean, yeah. once in a while. I didn't watch it religiously. Why not? Because I think those were my college year days or the, the oh, yeah, early I 20s. That would have been, well, I wouldn't waste my <laughs> yeah. college either. More important things to do. Uh, yeah. I hear you. No, I, I, I agree. I got you. Part so, like a rock star. Let's go. So Omar is back. Really? Pushing out Cashman. What? The final no. deal for him? No. He got a four-year deal. He's going nowhere. But it is no. interesting. I said before, the fact that they're bringing different voices yeah. from different organizations, I'm all for it. The more smart, savvy people that you can surround yourself with, you'd have to think it's going to lead to good results. Good for the Yankees. Yeah. Being a little more... Open and forward-thinking than experience, the dynamic ex- of the past. Experienced voices. Because Sabian's 66, right? 67. 67? Yeah. Um, What's Omar? Omar's got to be 60. 64? 64? Yeah, just turned 64 or a month Man, ago. We're getting old, Or two man. months ago, I should say. He's 64. He, but he still looks good. No, he does look, I agree, he looks good. I wouldn't have guessed it by looking at him that he was 64. He looks He looks young. Yeah. You know what? I, I, I laugh about this, though, right? Like, he does look good. And people say, well, you know, 40s a new 30, 70s a new 60, whatever. All right. And maybe even if that's true. Until the average life expectancy changes, the number's still the number. <laughs> I know. So what is the average life? 78.7 for a man? Yeah. For a male? A little longer for a woman, I believe. Maybe 79 change. All right, great. When that starts getting into like the 83s and 85s and 86s, 
Then I'll get down with the notion that the 70 is the new 60. It's all how you, it doesn't it's mean all, anything. It's all how you look. It's all how you feel. Wow, this guy's going to look like that. <laughs> what is this guy going to look like when he's 60? He's going to look phenomenal. He's going to look the same. He is. I'll tell you, Boomer's, is Boomer 60 yet or 60? He, he is, he's yeah. 61. Boomer looks good. He does. Boomer, I mean, Boomer, shape. he's out there biking. I got to start. Actually, I got to start training for that. <laughs> well, what are you laughing at? So do you. You're I doing know. it with me. I know. And so but... is Hoff. But I'm, got not, that. I'm, not, I'm not worried about it. <laughs> <laughs> the 40-mile, five-borough bike tour uh, for Boomer's Foundation, which is going to be awesome. Hoff, you're doing it, right? 100%. Okay. Locked in. All right. See, I know that Hoff will show up. I have my doubts about my partner. Oh, come on. I, I just do. Not that you don't want to do it for charity. You're very good with that stuff. But with you, I worry about some friend from Lord knows where asked you to officiate some <laughs> marriage. You didn't even know that they were engaged. In Auckland. So th- things pop up with this guy. Wanaka. <laughs> It was in Wanaka. And the funny thing is that I'll definitely show up. Which is gorgeous, by the way. I'll definitely show up. I don't know if I'll finish. Oh, you'll you'll finish. He'll show up. We're not sure if he's going to show up. If he does, he'll definitely, yeah. Well, here's the thing. (laughs) And I asked Gio. Gio's like, listen, first, it's not even a race. It's a tour. Mm. And there's the big distinction between the two. A tour is you just leisurely... View the burrows. Are you going to get clip-in shoes? No, I'm, are you clip-in I'm, I'm getting in shape for this. I got to watch my back. Are you I getting mean, in? Cli- are you getting in clip-in? Uh, no, I'm not doing that. Yeah, I'm not wearing the nut huggers either. There's no way. No, I already, I already no have way. Them. Am I wearing nut huggers? I already have them. The clip-in well, of shoes. Of course you do. You get the nut huggers. <laughs> sure. And the the other thing I'm not wearing. I think Boomer wears this because you get like a really nice Team Boomer bike shirt. They can't hide the love handles. I can't wear that shirt. It's got to be a little loose. And you definitely can't. No, wear I can't. Off. No, I need like quadru not double XL. Something, something real loose. Is it a it's, tank or is it a T? It's uh, it's a T, but it's like that that liquor that lycra that yeah, um, yeah, yeah. that pliable. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. look good on me, dude. Nobody wants to see that. Think I can get a tank? Eight seven seven three three seven six 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 six. Your official station to talk Jets. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. All right, it is 1127 on The Fan. It's the Tiki and Tierney Show. 877-337-6666. Uh, if you guys just got in the car, we just flipped on the app. Great news. And let's hope we keep getting this with uh, DeMar Hamlin. As I read uh, a portion of this, while still critically ill, this is from the Bills. He has demonstrated that he appears to be neurologically intact, and his lungs continue to heal, and he's making steady progress. So, you know, the fear with that, I'm going to talk about this a little bit with Ian Rappaport coming up in about 12, 13 minutes on the show. You know, when and, and nobody knows, I mean, because it, I'm sure it varies a little bit person to person. There's... Um, a loose parameter, but when your oxygen, when your brain goes without oxygen for X amount of time, generally thought to be, I think, four minutes-ish, Yeah, uh, there are some irreversible damages, for sure, yeah, I mean, that, that's, that occur. That's why um, um, CPR and the quick response is so necessary. And I, was, I had a conversation with our colleague, Karen Carson, um, this morning, and we're talking about how some people are indicting the league and the violence of the game, and oh, and it can't be that. And but it's really about the awareness that this is going to bring. And you and I were talking about this before the show started. So many high schools don't have medical professionals on sidelines. I mm-hmm. did a, I did a story on this when I was in, at NBC on the Today Show, and it's really around concussions then, not you know something like this, but. I I think the number was like 28 or 29% of high schools have medical professionals on the sideline. And think about all the things that happen in a, in a 
physical game like football, that there aren't medical professionals available. And so when I was talking to Karen, I was like, you know, this this raises the 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 importance of of these critical life saving personnel that need to be available. And even if you can't, you know, can't afford it or it's not in the right area, people got to call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast i'm sandra and i'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use linkedin jobs linkedin has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Learn CPR. I don't know if you've, you've got your CPR certification. Me and Tracy got it about two years ago. Uh, we did when the, when the kids were born. Yeah, we got it about two years ago or so. And it's, and it's, it's I don't want to say it's easy because there's a lot you have to learn and take in and consume. But it's so important to have have those those lessons in your tool belt yeah. because you never know oh, where you're going to be when something like this is going to happen and you and you got to act didn't it, jerry recco save somebody a couple of years ago you would know that better me Hoff, before didn't recco wasn't somebody yeah, he gave the heim with the tom delacino or tom out there in the newsroom did he really yeah oh, wow he was choking on like his rice and like literally was choking and couldn't breathe they kind of just like yeah jerry's like you need help couldn't talk, kind of went to his neck, and then the, I didn't really see it, yes. but I heard about it. Yeah, wow. It's great. wow. But to Tiki's point, you know, and I don't know the numbers now, when you did the story for the I mean, NBC, this, I'm this sure. This 15 years yeah. ago. So. so if it was 29-ish percent, then it's probably up to 40 or so now. Mm-hmm. And we're not talking about schools like Bergen Catholic no. or Bosco or Poly Prep in Brooklyn. The smaller schools mm-hmm. that don't have the funds. Yeah. I can't imagine. They're very well 
uh, yeah. medically but equipped. If there's if there's if there's something that comes out of this, obviously other than Mar Hamlin getting healthy and and everything else, that's what's most important. Is medical professionals are so critical to kids' sporting events. No, no question. Alex is in East Quag. He's on the fan with Tiki and Tierney. Alex, what's happening, buddy? How are you? Happy New Year, guys. You too. Hey, this is the rarest of rarities. I've got points to make on two different Thibodeaux. How often does that happen? <laughs> <laughs> are you going to bury both like you usually bury the one coach in no, the next? I'm not, I, no, I, I'm not going to. Well, yes and no. I'm not going <laughs> to bury Kayvon because he's a rookie, but uh, Dayball does have to take him aside, or maybe Barkley has to take him aside and say, hey, listen, this is the way to handle this publicly. You yeah. know? That's, that's, that's all I want to say on that, but I, I have two hypotheticals on the Giants-Eagles game um, and uh, but I also want to talk. I do want to make a point on Thibodeau for the Knicks. Let me do that first because I want to leave you with the Eagles. Go ahead. Go ahead. Get your, okay. Here's more reasons why he's a lousy coach from last night's game. Okay. Um, I'll give you. I'll give you. First of all, Quentin Grimes is the best pure shooter. Last I checked, he is the starting shooting guard. <laughs> last night he got eight free, uh, field goal attempts. He gets less than ten. Every single game, the coach has to run more plays for him, or else you're going to get nights like last night where they're playing a lousy team and get by by the skin of their teeth with, with two different guys chucking up nearly 30 shots. Yeah, but hold on, but cool. it's an interesting night to, to criticize the offense. I, listen, they, they, you got to blow that team out. Yeah. You, know, you, you want to see him wipe the floor with the Spurs team, who they lost to 10 days or so ago without Jalen Brunson. But Brunson had almost 40 points, which is the most yeah, he's that, ever had. So, so I'm saying... You know, Grimes will get more shots, but last night, you know, Jalen Brunson was eaten. Well, this leads, this leads to another play I want to make about Thibodeau. Brunson, last, you know, in the playoffs with Dallas, he was dynamite, but he wasn't the man for a full season. He gets, he's tough as nails. He won't come out unless he's dragged. Yeah. He, gets knocked on, he gets knocked on his butt ten times a game. Thibodeau is going to run him into the ground because Brunson doesn't have a, a meter of his own to say, hey, I've got to cut it back a bit. Yeah, he's, he's got to protect be, him. He's got to protect him from himself type of thing. Out, he's going to be dried out like a raisin by the end of the season, and that's what Thibodeau does. Here's one more or two more really quick points on why Thibodeau is not much of a coach. In the game last night, close game, uh, San Antonio gets hit with a, gets hit with a technical foul. Uh, anyone on the floor for the Knicks can shoot the technical foul. Brunson goes up to take the shot while quick, while IQ, the best free throw shooter on the team. And when Brunson goes to the line, even the announcers, Clyde and the other guys say, hey, he's 8 for 18. He's in a bad shooting slump. Yeah. He misses the free throw. Who is the coach to say, hey, Quigley, IQ needs to take that shot? Last point on, on Thibodeau. Now, hurry How up with the Thibodeau stuff. I know, stuff. right? Yeah. You make it seem like but they lost I, by I, 19 I, points last night, Alex. They won three straight, like, dude. It doesn't matter. It does it matter, matter, though. You know, not, no, no, Al, hold not, on a second. It the does matter. Aesthetics. You're not fair. You, you. Now, I'm not saying Tom Thibodeau is uh, Red Holtzman or Pat Riley. You, you're not fair to him. You're really not fair I, to him. Listen, I'm not, you're not. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to pile on. I'm a basketball junkie my entire life. So am I. I. The Knicks, you're not fair. I watched the Knicks. I watched the Knicks when Ron Cavanaugh. I got you. Great. Okay. I got it. Okay. Got it. I got. Thibodeau, I know you're a big fan. Thibodeau, Thibodeau is not the right coach. He's, he's better than any coach we've had since that. Jeff Van Gundy. Go ahead. What's your okay, jet? Let me, Giants. Let me, let, me move, let me move on to the Giants hypothetical so I can leave him with you. One, are there any offensive linemen on the Eagles that are still around for when Nick Foles was 
quarterback. Because if there are, and you go back to Jeff Saturday saying, I'm pissed off that my offensive lineman didn't have Nick's back when, <laughs> when Tate was doing I'm wondering if there are any offensive linemen left uh... on the team from front of And let me leave it with you. And here's the second question. And I'll, and I'll say goodbye. And yeah, I think, I think thanks, Lane. Thanks. Yeah, you got it. That's um, all good. You got it. Okay, here's the second one. Uh, last game of the season, Barkley leads the NFC uh, rushers by 76 yards over Miles Sanders. Does it matter that much? Should it matter that much to Barkley if they rest him for this game and Sanders, and they also put in their second or third line string defenders, and Sanders has a monster game where he's going to pass, pick up 76 yards plus, pass Barkley. Does should Barkley care that he wants to get that title? Yeah, I appreciate you. Look, there isn't much into the NFC rushing lead. I mean, he's already a pro bowler. Um, I'm not sure if he's going to make all pro, Saquon. Probably not because of the season that Jamal Williams is having, 15 touchdowns. He's about to break Barry Sanders' record up in Detroit. Um, but it's really the rushing title. Like the the NFL rushing title, which is likely going to be won uh, by um, Josh Jacobs out in out in uh, Las Vegas. So I, I don't think it matters. He's not going to play, you know, an extra five or six snaps, get extra carries, so he can win the NFC rushing title. If he was in place to potentially win the NFL rushing title, that's something you want on your resume. But he, he's not close to that. Let me just add this real quick because I wanted to follow up something Alex said about uh, Kelsey. Uh, yep, yep. About um, Jalen Brunson. Now I understand. There's got to be checkpoints in sports radio. Sometimes you're going to have to check us, and we're going to have to check you. And you know, Alec is a great Nick fan. He calls from Quag all the time. He's not a Thibodeau fan, and that's fine. But when he says he's you know being almost uh, unfair to Brunson, physically demanding, and, and he's going to run him into the ground. Don't let the facts get in the way of the hate that you have for the head coach. You you do realize, all right, because I just looked it up, that there are 52 players in the NBA who average more minutes per game than Jalen Brunson. Mm. He's the 53rd highest in terms of most minutes played, 32.9. So, you know, but if he said that, that wouldn't match his narrative, that, yeah. that he's trying to match up with uh, a head coach that he doesn't like, and that's his prerogative, but that's not accurate. And Jalen Brunson has been awesome for the Knicks, but that free throw thing is getting a little weird. You gotta start hitting some free throws, dude. Let them have it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Dirty back here on the fan. Time for the Ian Rappaport report brought to you by Kia's Season of Giving Back. Visit Kia.com slash Season of Giving Back to learn more by Total Orthopedics, the experts at getting you back to being you. By Town Fair Tire. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. And by Collars and Co., makers of the best polos on the planet. Visit Collars and Co. Com. He's been with us all years. We start to uh, hit the home stretch of the season. That is Ian Rappaport, Antique and Tierney. Buddy, how are you? What's going on? How are you? Happy. Um, happy and, yeah. and thankful this news with uh, DeMar Hamlin is apparently going in the, a really good direction. Yeah, I mean, it's been, uh, you know, it, it's kind of been headed this way, I would say, over the course of the last 24 hours. But to get the news that we got today, which is that DeMar Hamlin has opened his eyes. He has been responsive. He has been gripping the hands of those close to him. I mean, I honestly... Can't imagine better news uh, possible for for Demar Hamlin. 
Yeah, um, it's beautiful. It has been, it, it has been, it has been amazing, honestly. And, you know, I think for, for a lot of, for him, it's, it's amazing because you did not know what was going to come of this. Um, and to hear that he is not only alive, but has full neurological capabilities, as the bill said in a statement, that is great. But imagine what it was like for the family members and those close to him to experience that. I mean, that's no. one thing that no. gives you chills to think about. Yeah, yeah, no, it definitely does. And, you know, hopefully his recovery is is swift and he he's obviously not playing football again this year. But do you I, you wonder, though, what does this do for his career? We're not medical professionals, so I have no idea you know, after having an, an incident like this, what the long-term effect on your body is. But when you when you think about going forward and what his, what his quality of life is going to be like, should be normal, but what about his professional football life? You know, I, I've been talking to people close to him over the course of the last 74, uh, 72 hours. Uh, you know, that has not come up specifically like that because the focus has obviously been on mm-hmm. is he going to live and, and if he does, which... Again, it seemed pretty positive over the course of the last um, 24 hours. Uh, But, you know, the focus really hasn't been on football. That said, um, you know, it's if if he has full neurological capabilities and he is physically okay, then theoretically it would be possible. Yeah. A different question would be, does he want to? Now, obviously, this is how he made his living. He was a bright, young, promising football player. so if he wants to do that, potentially that would be available for him. I just haven't talked to anyone specifically. Yeah. That's kind of been in the mindset of like when's he going to be on the field. Yeah. yeah. I hear you. Uh, yeah. I was gonna go ahead, I was gonna no, I was gonna ask about the, you know, talking about the mindset. Uh we know what his and his family's uh euphoria must be right now with this positive yeah. news. But what about the team? Have we heard anything about the psyche? We know that the NFL um, sent out that memo, I think it was yesterday or maybe it was two days ago, about mental health professionals that would be available throughout the league for any 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 um, players that wanted to have those conversations. But what's the psyche of this team right now? Well, they are, uh, you know, to my understanding, emotional as you would expect. Now, DeMar Hamlin's dad did did talk to the team. That sounded like that provided a lift. That was kind of nice. I mean, gave, you know, an update that we had received in other ways, but still really nice to hear. Um, it's not going to be normal. You know, and I think, I mean, Tiki, you know this, like these players that we see on the field every Sunday or Thursday or Saturday or whenever or Monday um, are not normal. And yeah. being able to compartmentalize, deal with something as emotional as this, that also may affect what you do for a living, but then go out there and play is not something that a lot of people can do, but these guys are going to do it. And, you know, I don't know if this helps or not, but it's not like this was a particularly vicious hit. It's not like it was a particularly rare situation. It happens 200 times a game. Yeah, It was a very regular thing. Just happened to, you know, lightning happened to strike in all the wrong places, you know, leaving DeMar Hamlin with cardiac arrest. Yeah, that is for sure. We're talking to our buddy Ian Rappaport. Uh, weekly chat all season here on the Fantique and Tierney Show. All right, let's switch it up. At least, um, you know, it obviously seems callous. It's It's a rough transition. Certainly sounds a little tone deaf, but what is your best guess in terms of how the NFL will handle any sort of seating situation, any sort of tiebreakers? How is this going to go down? Yeah, I mean, first of all, it is it is weird to talk about football. I mean, we have to. That's what we do for a living. Um, but it's been weird. Um, and asking football questions has been weird. And you always sort of have to preface it and should with this is not as important as life and death because it is not. Uh, but that said, this is what we do. 
Um, as far as the Bills Bengals game, you know, I would expect, you know, some sort of announcement the next day or so. Um, you know, the options are do a no contest or a tie, which would have differing win percentage, but commissioner has discretion on either of those. So that would be one option. And then just do the seating based on the winning percentage. And it is not perfect, but life is also not perfect. And yep. I think one thing that we learned from the COVID years was you do the best you can to make things equitable in the best way you can. And if it's not perfect, everyone will have to go on. Yeah. That is yeah you know, did, yep. didn't they have a contingency should a game get canceled? I'm going back to COVID protocols they or did. processes. So how can they not just use that? They did, and I think it will resemble that, yes. like, And this was always a situation that everybody feared during COVID, which is if you have to make up the game, what if you don't have time? What if you can't? Yeah. You know, in a week 19 or week 18, I guess, was discussed as a possibility. And that's another option here is do another – extend it a week, eliminate the week – the bye week between the Super Bowl and the championship games where you have the Pro Bowl – push everything back and just have a standalone game on, uh, you know, uh, would be week 19, which I think is MLK weekend, I think. So I don't know that that's what anybody wants, honestly, but that is at least one option to consider. All right, Ian. Uh, Giants have a lot to look forward to. The Jets are limping to the finish here. And the big story with the Jets is, you know, any upheaval to the staff. I, I, I can't imagine Woody doesn't flex on some level. And I, I think the Jets will have a new OC, it's my opinion. Who's quarterback in this team? Like when when you hear Robert Sala say we're going to hell and high water to get him right, do you believe yeah. him? Do you think there's a chance Zach yeah. is actually back with the Jets? I think he will be back with the Jets. Yeah, and this is something I talked about over the weekend too. They do not plan to shop him, and it's funny because I heard this originally, and my first thought was like, okay, that's kind of weird because I was anticipating the reaction being like, yeah, obviously we'll part ways with him in the offseason. It wasn't like that. But then you kind of go through it, and it's like, one, who would trade for him? What would you actually get? <laughs> Good point. Would that be worth it? Two, you paid him already. It's fully guaranteed. When you draft someone that high, you give the huge signing bonus, and then you pay the fully guaranteed contract. So, like, unless he's going to be a jerk and disruptive, which it doesn't sound like he is, then why would you trade him? Like, maybe he just – at some point, the Jets said, this is our franchise starter, and we are going all in on him. You like something enough to make him your guy. Can you find that again? Can you get a coach who can find that again? Um, I don't know, but I think it makes a lot of sense to try. Do you as think there's? But, but I, I hear you. Do you think? Do you believe? Because there was a report that Woody Johnson is frustrated. growing frustrated yeah. with with Robert Sala. Number one, can you back that up? Can you verify that? And if so, can it lead to something you know maybe really unlikely happening? with the head coach in in the next week or so. I mean, that would surprise me. I've been surprised before, but that would surprise me. I haven't heard anything toward that. Um, you know, could there be staff changes maybe? And, and Michael Fleur um, was sort of asked about that today on the podium. And I think actually did a really nice job at the press conference being like, I'm not going to campaign for my job. I'm just going to continue to work until they tell me I can't anymore. <laughs> we'll see if there is a change. You know, he is one of Robert Sala's very good friends also. Um, that would be a very hard change, but changes do happen sometimes. So um, I don't get the sense anything would happen with Salah. Um, now, who is the quarterback is a different question because, you know, I don't think they want to move on from Zach Wilson, but 
I'm not sure they're going to say he's the starter next year either. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, all right, well, who's available? You tell you us. What's the move? Derek Carr is available. Mm-hmm. It would make some sense. Jimmy Garoppolo is available. It would make some sense. Tom Brady will be a free agent. One of his sons lives in New York. Makes <laughs> some sense. Tom Brady. Come on, dude. <laughs> Why well, just put him here when he's 57? I mean, can you torture us anymore? Come on, Tom Brady. Yeah. Would you root hey, for him? Yeah, I right. would. Of course, I'm. Not, I'm going to be honest. You would. Yes, I would. But I, I don't. I don't want to have to. It's a one year rental, man. Yes, but it's, it's a one year rental. It's a one year rental. It's, it's whatever it is is going to be a one year. Well, what if Derek Carr came? What, what, what if Carr came here and played very well? Why yeah, would that I mean, be a rental? 30, 32, 33? So I guess. Yeah. I mean, he could. Yeah, so you, be, you could get four or five years out of Derek Carr. Like you, you right. could. And if your and team is ready great. to win, and it makes you it makes you more likely to push for the postseason and deeper. Probably true. Yeah, I mean that makes sense. So maybe for Carr or Garoppolo, it's not a one year, but either way, it's a short ter- shorter term yeah, thing. Yeah, I think you're right. Drafting a 22 year old. I think I think that's right. You know, I'll what? tell you this, guys. Go ahead. Yeah. Like, Sala and those guys made a really interesting point this week. Looking around the league and talking about the guys who've been successful who used to be Jets but are no longer Jets. Like, Sam Darnold looks kind of good. Geno Smith looks pretty good. You know, so it kind of makes sense to be like, maybe we can do this, but instead he's on our team now. That makes some sense. Yeah, I did, but those guys needed changes, changes of scenery, obviously, and the coaching changeover helped. Um, I don't It is what it is. You get coached well. The problem is Zach Wilson's not being coached well, and we know that. We see the fundamentals and everything that Robert Sala has talked about. Let me flip to the Giants real quick, Ian. Um, Daniel Jones has proven he belongs here. But what kind of deal are the Giants thinking about giving him? Because it's not going to be you know, the next highest paid quarterback deal. That's usually what we get, right, with these quarterbacks that come due and become free agents. But it's got to be somewhere around 35 or so million because that's the franchise tag. And any agent worth his salt, you start at the franchise tag. So what, what kind of deal is DJ looking at? Started the franchise tag is correct. Now he might get the franchise tag yeah. because uh, if they work out a deal, remember they they made some inroads to a potential Saquon deal during the season. I don't get the sense they're close, but if you negotiate that deal before the franchise tag window closes, then you could tag Daniel Jones and just go, okay, you have the tag. This is it. Or you could do a short term deal around the tag to make the cap hit a little better, give him a little more security. Um, now I think it makes, you know, a short-term deal actually makes sense kind of for both sides because the team will commit to him in a way, but not too, too much. Yeah. And he will have a window where if he goes out and kills it with some actual weapons, he can have a very nice payday. Um, short-term deal makes sense. So that's my guess is if this happens is either a tag or a short-term deal that is around the price of the tag. Yeah, but do you think it's the exclusive or non-exclusive? I think non-exclusive. Therefore, someone else wants them, you get two first-round picks, correct? Yeah, I mean, most of the time, for everyone except quarterbacks, it's non-exclusive. You know, it, that might be one where you say, all right, I know he's a quarterback, but we could do the non-exclusive, which is, like, not that big of a deal, but does save you a little bit of money. Yeah, it, def- it definitely does. Now, we've had this conversation. Actually, you and I have been saying the same thing about this Giants team not being really that good, but they're finding ways to win. But now they're in the postseason, and, hell, if they beat the Eagles, they're a 10-win team. Can, can we just accept that they got better and how great of a job? I know a couple weeks ago we were talking about Dayball should win Coach of the Year. Hell, I'm saying he 
better win coach of the year because the the job that he did to resurrect that little slide with all the injuries where they were losing games and you know looked uncompetitive yeah. and uh, they got blown out by the Eagles. They turned it around. They get nine wins. They blow out the Indianapolis Colts, which is not a hard thing to do these days. But they 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 take care of the business that they've that they've done. This team has gotten better and even after we knew that they were good at some point earlier in the season. Yeah, man. And the ability to stop that slide is like they did a lot of good things beforehand, right? Like just getting out to this sort of lead, the little, you know, spurt they had at the beginning of the year was great. But we see around the league, these slides, do they're hard to end. Miami, yep, the Jets, it's hard. Tennessee and Titans. Like, that's, the Titans are still on. I mean, that's three teams that were headed to the playoffs that are now not. And we'll see what happens with the Titans and Dolphins. But it's hard. And Dayball did it, and he's got him playing well. And he is, you know, it's him. And I think the culture was really good. Um, they've, you know, they've done a good job of finding some really small pieces to fit in and make contributions and make sense. And it's been, you know, getting a random Bills receiver from the <laughs> waiver wire yeah. to come in and be one of your more productive guys. Like, what? Yeah. You know, like that's that's coaching, but that's also coaching personnel working in concert and understanding what's going to fit. It's been amazing the whole year. All right, man. We're going to let you bounce. Ian Rappaport, uh, we will be chatting, obviously, as the Giants get ready to go into the playoffs here. Good stuff. By the way, Happy New Year. I'd probably pass the point of saying that, but we haven't had you on in 2023. Happy New Year, bud. Appreciate you. I think this is the last day. Yes. So happy New Year to you guys as well. This starts out weird. Yeah. yeah. Happy good, Valentine's man. Day is next, but I, I won't be telling you that. <laughs> <laughs> See you later, man. See you, dude. All right. Coming up, we're going all in. All right. But how about this? One of the teams, one of our teams, I don't know that anybody's even knows that this happened. One of our teams just gave the ultimate middle finger to a fan base. I'll tell you what they did, which fan base is feeling it. I don't like it. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 